Hello, everybody. Welcome to the second episode of Debate Me. We're here, and after our first episode, in which we argued who was better, Biggie Smalls or Tupac. I'm not going to tell you the result of that one. You're going to have to listen to that one to find out. But here in the second se- uh, second show, we teased in the first show that we would be talking about two legends of their sport. Um, and those two legends are LeBron James and Michael Jordan. These two guys are often compared by NBA analysts, even really the NBA casual fan. Any NBA fan or just a basketball watcher, these are most likely their top two players of all time. You might have a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar here or a Kobe Bryant there. But for the most part, these two guys are the main two arguing points to answer the question, who is the greatest basketball player of all time? In this first segment, I'm going to argue in favor of LeBron James, the king himself, from Akron. So in order to do that, we're going to have to look at some of his stats, where he prevails ahead of Jordan, and just make a full-on argument as to why LeBron James is the greatest of all time. So in order to get a full concept of why LeBron is better, you got to go to the numbers because the numbers do not lie. And if you look at LeBron James' career numbers up until now, he averages 27.7.4 rebounds, 7.4 assists, 1.6 steals, 0.8 blocks, 3.5 turnovers on 38 minutes a game with 50% field goal percentage and 34% from the three-point line. Now, if you look at LeBron and his stats, he's not as good as a scorer as Jordan was. And that's an argument point that a lot of Jordan fans like to use. The issue with that is that the difference in between LeBron's scoring ability to the difference uh, in LeBron's playmaking ability to Jordan's playmaking ability is it, it, it's vast. It's much different. LeBron, while the numbers don't show it, He's always been a very good scorer, and he's always been able to put up solid points. He's always been able to will his teams to victory. He puts the ball in the basket, whether he does it from three, whether he drives in and slams it home, whether he does it from mid-range. He's versatile, he's all around, and he scores pretty much at will. Where he beats Jordan is he is a better all-around player than Jordan. He grabs more rebounds than him, and he passes the ball a lot more. Jordan wasn't necessarily a facilitator. He wasn't much of a playmaker. While LeBron, you see him on the highlight tapes, making plays very, very often. You know, and even if you want to say, you know, the game has changed or any of this stuff, it it doesn't really make that much of a difference. Because at the end of the day, a lot of people like to argue, again, these same Jordan fans like to argue that the greatest passer of all time is John Stockton. John Stockton played in the exact same time. So using the excuse that it's a different game and there's more points scored 
That doesn't necessarily matter in terms of assists. The ball is still being passed. That's a proponent of the game. And if Michael Jordan's playing the two guard, the shooting guard, he should pass the ball more than he does. The thing is, LeBron plays the three guard, a position where you're not expected to pass the ball much. He still does it. He plays the point guard role. He leads his team in assists often. And he beats him in every aspect of passing the ball. He's an incredible playmaker. He is, I would go as far to say, as LeBron might be the best playmaker of all time. LeBron's passing ability is very, very good, and some would argue even elite. And that's part of the problem. You go back to some of his early years in Los Angeles, 2018-2019, he's averaging 10 assists a game. He's passing the ball at what is an elite level. You know, guys who get 10 assists a game are elite passers. And that's part of the reason why, in terms of the numbers, in terms of the points per game, LeBron doesn't score as much as Jordan does because he passes the ball a lot more than Jordan did. He facilitates for his teammates. He makes those plays. While Jordan, he was an incredible scorer, and Jordan could score from anywhere on the floor, LeBron could create points from anywhere. He could score the ball, and he could pass the ball. It's He has an extraordinary ability to pass the ball. It's that simple. He doesn't have the flashy passiness of, say, a Chris Paul or a Kyrie Irving or something like that. But there's modern coaches and big moguls in the NBA that consider LeBron James the best passer in NBA history. Look no further than Frank Vogel. His head coach says that LeBron is the best passer in NBA history. That That's hard to believe that a small forward is the best passer. He even says it himself. That since he was 19 years old, he's been mentioned as a pass-first guy. Always. A lot of people like to say that Jordan's a better scorer. But th- it's just not true. LeBron has to pass the ball. It's the way he plays the game. And a lot of people agree that if LeBron James was not passing the ball as much as he did, which helped his team win, he would have scored more than Jordan. The thing is, if he did score more than Jordan, he wouldn't be as successful as he is today. Him passing the ball and him creating abilities, him creating opportunities for his teammates, giving them the ability to shoot, giving them the ability to drive into the paint and score easy buckets. If that doesn't happen, they don't win money games. LeBron doesn't win as much as he does. That's why he's so successful, because he's so all-around and unpredictable. While Jordan, again, incredible player, incredible player in his own right, he he doesn't beat LeBron in passing, and passing is a massive aspect of the game. If you want to go into the rebounding, LeBron's a much better rebounder. The Jordan fans like to argue that LeBron has two inches on him. That doesn't necessarily matter. Okay, if if, if Jordan could get all the way in the air for sky-high dunks, why couldn't he do that with rebounds? Why couldn't he show the effort with rebounds? Oh, because he had the greatest rebounder of all time on his team for quite a few years. LeBron makes those rebounds. LeBron doesn't need people to make the plays for him. He makes the plays himself. He is the team. If you have LeBron on your team, you are automatically a contender. That has never been seen before. 
He makes players better with his passing ability. He makes players better with his playmaking ability. It's what he does. It's what LeBron does. And if you want to argue while he doesn't have a defensive player of the year, you could make the argument that his defensive skill set is better than Jordan's. So you look at the all-around aspect of the game, and other than scoring, what does Michael have on LeBron? LeBron tops him in a lot of things, and that's why. LeBron is the king. That's why LeBron is the king of basketball, and that's why LeBron is the GOAT. That'll finish the LeBron argument for now. Coming up in the second segment, we'll take Jordan's side on this argument. And then in the final segment, you already know what time it is. It's time for the verdict. But you'll catch that after this quick commercial break. Coming up next here on Slam Radio Debate Me, Sirius XM Channel 145. We'll be back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM Channel 145. Good morning, amigo. Amanda, your thoughts? So this is my first ever bowl of cereal with milk. So it's kind of an eye-opening experience. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's been the big joke. You didn't know that? You should have muted I thought you that. were kidding me. No, I seriously have never had a bowl of milk and cereal. I'm your daughter. How, I'm, I'm your daughter, Michael. <laughs> I'm your daughter. Yes! Frank! Yes! <laughs> That's a bite. That's a bite. And coincidentally, we're eating cereal. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145. Slam Radio. Slam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from The Amigo. I've learned so much from them and I thank them so much and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go! This is Tua Tungle Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Every What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Sirius XM, yeah! And we are back here with our second segment of the show, Debate Me. In our last segment, we talked about LeBron James and his argument for why he is the greatest basketball player of all time. And in this segment, you know what time it is. It's time to argue for the man himself, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, number 23 from the Chicago Bulls, and a short stint with the Washington Wizards. And believe it or not, I'm going to start with the stint on the Wizards. A lot of LeBron fans like to use this argument point to argue why he's not the GOAT and all this 
and yada, yada, yada. All this stuff. Oh, he was washed. Why did he come back to Washington? Oh, oh, oh. that's funny, right? It's funny, yeah, because he was in his 40s playing 37 minutes a game, playing the entire season and averaging 20 points with 6 rebounds and 3 assists on 44% field goal shooting. As a 40-year-old, by the way. So whenever a LeBron fan talks to you about uh, longevity, you can pull that up on them. Um, but anyway, that's not what makes Michael, Michael Jordan the GOAT. His Washington stint doesn't make him the GOAT. It's the obvious. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six rings. One, two, three, four, five, six finals MVPs for Mr. Michael Jordan. He is greatness. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a 14-time All-Star, a 10-time scoring champ, a 3-time steals champ, an 11-time All-NBA, a 9-time All-Defense, 1984 All-Rookie Team, 3-time All-Star MVP. He was a Defensive Player of the Year in 1987. He's a 5-time MVP, and he was the Rookie of the Year. This is all the career of Michael Jordan. He averaged 30 points in his career like we said in the last segment he is a better scorer and you know you could argue you could make the argument that LeBron's is a better all-around player but I'm here to kind of reject that a little bit you look at some of Michael Jordan's uh best seasons in terms of assists and rebounds and all that stuff and you find that he could pass the ball because there were seasons where he would pass the ball eight times a game. There were seasons where he would pass the ball five or six times a game. By the way, this is right around the averages that LeBron would have. So the argument point of, oh, you know, LeBron, he's an amazing passer, throw that out the window, okay? Because Jordan, again, the numbers don't lie, Jordan could pass the ball at the same rate that LeBron could. Sure, maybe he doesn't have the playmaking ability. However, the biggest issue with that is he scores better. You can make the argument they're about the same on passing. On defense, Jordan wipes. Let me ask you a question. Where is LeBron's MVP? A lot of LeBron fans like to use the argument, he should have won in 2013. Marc Gasol got it because the media didn't want him to win Defensive Player of the Year. Really? We're going to use conspiracy theories now as to why LeBron's not winning Defensive Player of the Year. When we all know the truth that Michael Jordan was a great defender in his prime. In the years before he goes off to uh, play some baseball, every single year he averaged more than two steals a game. Let me add on to that. Every single year... Before he went to go play baseball, he averaged more than half a block a game as a shooting guard. As a shooting guard. He's widely considered to be one of the best shot blockers at the shooting guard position ever. He's an incredible turnover machine. Not in a negative way. He gets turnovers. He plays the game the right way. He scores. He rebounds. He passes. He does everything that LeBron fans love to say that LeBron does and Jordan does it. He still does it. And if you look at the numbers, the numbers do not lie. And you look at his playoff stats. 
which insane by the way let, let, let's go no further okay let's go no further than the second year he was in the NBA how about that how about that are, are, are we okay with doing that fine good 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 he played fortunately only three games he got eliminated in the first round because his team wasn't amazing. Guess how many points he scored in those three games? He averaged 43 points a game. With 2.3 steals, 1.3 blocks, 5.7 assists, and 6.3 rebounds a game. This is in three games. I get that. But it shows that Michael Jordan, when the lights were brightest in the playoffs, could dominate. He scored 60 in a playoff game and was an incredible playoff performer for the entirety of his career. Other than his first season, there was never a season in his career in which he did not average less than 30 points a game in the playoffs. He is an elite playoff performer. Something that LeBron isn't. And I'm I'm not speaking off of just reference. No, no, no. I'm I'm speaking off of facts. You go to the playoff performances of LeBron. You don't have to go much further than 2010, when he created a super team in Miami. With Wade and Bosh and lost. He lost to Dirk Nowitzki. You want to know why? Because he averaged 23 points. While Jordan is out here averaging 30 points a game in the playoffs, LeBron has only done that five times, six times, I apologize. He's only averaged 30 points a game six times in the playoffs. Oh, you want to see his assist numbers? Don't worry. They're about the same. They're about the same. Later on in LeBron's career, he learns how to be a better passer. But they're about the same. By the way, you want to talk about the rings? He has four, which congratulations to LeBron. Four rings, that's an awesome that's awesome. He's lost six NBA Finals. That's, that's the problem. That's the problem. That's an issue when you constantly lose in the Finals. It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Not a good thing. And Jordan, while he had his issues early on in his career, guess what? After the first... Three years where his team wasn't competitive after he turned 24 and 87, he started beginning to make playoff runs. He began to make playoff runs consistently. And then came the championships. He won six, he won three in a row, and then he won three in a row again. That's what Jordan does. Jordan is the epitome of greatness. They. They don't call him his greatness for nothing. They don't call him Air Jordan. They don't call him the GOAT for nothing. He is, simply put, the numbers do not lie. The accolades do not lie. The rings do not lie. Michael Jeffrey Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. End of sentence. One of my favorite arguments in all of sports Right here, this argument, Michael Jordan and LeBron James. We've argued both sides. You know what it's time for in this next segment. It's time for the verdict. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, and we'll be back with the verdict here on Debate Me.
on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak or walk. This is high blood pressure. Get back on your plan. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, the word can't is the word can. And the word don't is the word do. And the word won't is the word one. And in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know, you know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. you, you got to take those losses. you got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, terrible. You know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go! This is Tua Tungle by Lloyd. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Every What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Serious XM. Yeah! Mo Williams will throw in. Rashard Lewis playing off the ball. Lewis gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yeah! And we're back with our final segment of Debate Me. In our last segment, we talked about why Michael Jordan is the GOAT. And for the final segment, once again, you know what time it is. It's time for the verdict. But I think just having me is a little bit unfair. So I need another source. And my other source is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Super Mario Gonzalez. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, the little amigo. Doing great. That's nice. So obviously you know what we're talking about. One of the best, not only rivalries, but arguments and conversations in all sports. Who is the best basketball player of all time? Michael Jordan, or LeBron James? I want you to start first. Well, I think you're obviously leading out the best basketball player of all time, which is, of course, Shabazz Napier. Oh, my God. (laughs) Shout out to people who remember Shabazz Napier. Did he go to UConn? I believe it was UConn. Uh, He went to one team that won a national championship. Yes, he won a national championship in college, but obviously it's not him. It's, It's not him, but I think LeBron is the GOAT. I mean... Listen, people make this argument that hey, Jordan is the best player of all the of all time. He has the most rings, but people forget how dominant LeBron really is because yeah, sure he didn't play in the league as physical as Jordan, but honestly, I think that kind of plays into a disadvantage because you see how big LeBron is. He's probably the most physical player 
in NBA history. If he played in Jordan's time, he would have handled hand-checking everything because look how big he is. How do you stop someone driving to the rim as big as LeBron James? The only way you can do that is fouling him. And back in the 90s, that wasn't really a great time to do that because, well, it was such a physical league to play in. So I think if Jordan played in LeBron's time, yeah, he would have like less of an advantage with the hand-checking. But I think if you put LeBron in the 90s, I think he's more dominant. He's the same, if not more dominant, than Jordan. So, my verdict, obviously, we got to, hold on, do the little drum roll that we do. Drum roll, please. In my opinion, the greatest basketball player of all time is Michael Jeffrey Jordan. I personally think that the six rings, I know that's a team stat, but in basketball, it matters more to a player than it does for the entire team. He is a better scorer, and as I said in the second segment, the argument that LeBron is a better passer and a better rebounder could really be nullified if you look at his stats, if you look at Jordan's stats every single season. It's right around the same. It's just recently that LeBron has become a better passer than Jordan. And there's people, a little bit unrelated, but there's people that think that LeBron is the best passer of all time. I said that in the first segment, and since you think that LeBron is the GOAT, I want to ask you, do you think that LeBron is the best passer in NBA history? He's one of the best passers in NBA history, but I don't think he's the greatest passer. I think Steve Nash, Magic Johnson, like true point guards, John Stockton really go above him. But he is one of the best passing forwards in NBA history. I don't think it's even close either. Like, There's not many forwards that can compare to his ability to pass. He's an incredible playmaker, and I said this in the first segment. And listen, just because I think Jordan's better doesn't mean that everything that I said defending LeBron is false. I understand the purpose of this show is to see that I can argue both sides, and the viewers got to decide who do I, who do you think I actually agree on. We did this in the last show with Biggie Smalls and Tupac. I personally believe both of them are incredible. The same thing lies here. Both these players are incredible. LeBron is an incredible passer. He's an incredible defender. By the way, very underrated defender. And I know that I said a little bit of conspiracy that the LeBron fans use, that he should have won Defensive Player of the Year. The fact of the matter is, he should have won Defensive Player of the Year over Marcus Gasol in 2013. He was the better defensive player, and he should have five MVPs, the same as Jordan. However, that's an alternate reality at that point. We are rooted in reality, and what reality says Again, I said this in the first and second segment, so I'll say it again. Numbers never lie, and the numbers favor Michael Jordan. So, now that we've distinguished this, right, I want to ask you, what makes you think that LeBron is better? Because you did say that he's better. What exactly is he better at than Jordan? Well, I obviously think slashing... He's a way better three-point shooter if you look at his career statistically. And he's just the best player. Everything I believe he does is better than Jordan. Like, his physical attributes are off the charts. He could slash better than Jordan. He could dunk better than Jordan. He could shoot the three better than Jordan. Jordan, I think they're, like, about the same with their mid-range. Maybe give an edge to Jordan. But it's so close of a difference that I don't think it really should play into who you think is better. But I just think, and defensively, yeah, Jordan might be a little better of a defender, 
but you got to see LeBron as he's more of a point forward. He can guard anybody on the floor. He could guard centers. He could guard power forwards. He could guard point guards. And I think he's just a more versatile defender when it comes to it. And Jordan, yeah, he's a great defender when it comes to defending guards, but once you get him on a mismatch, I think it's kind of hard to compare LeBron and Jordan. Well, if you look at it statistically, Michael Jordan has never averaged less than 1.5 steals in his career. And before he left to play baseball, he had never averaged less than two steals a game in his career. Then he left, and then his steal numbers went down a little bit. He got older. But I do agree with what you said, that LeBron, and by the way, I think this is a fact, and I think if you don't agree with this, I think you're wrong. I think LeBron is the most versatile player in NBA history. You could play him at the point guard. You could play him at the shooting guard. You could play him at small forward. You could play him at power forward. Hell, you can play him at center. Anywhere you want to play LeBron, he could play. Anyone that you want to put on LeBron is not going to stop him. LeBron is a very hard player to guard. There's a select few defenders that have ever really gone on record to stop LeBron consistently. And when LeBron's on the defensive side of the ball, you can put LeBron on anyone. And the likelihood is they're not going to score much. Jordan doesn't have that aspect to him. However, again, statistically, we said this in the second segment, Jordan is a turnover machine. Not negatively, positively. He gets the turnovers. He gets the steals. And he can get the blocks. In my opinion, he is the second best shooting guard shot blocker of all time behind Dwayne Wade. Both of them are incredible shot blockers and both of them are incredible defenders. Now, LeBron, incredible shot blocker as well. He just doesn't have the steals, and in my opinion, those steals are huge. You've seen a steal in a basketball game. It could change the momentum of a game. It could lead to easy fast break points, and if he's getting two or three of these in a game, it shows that he's been a consistent defender his entire career. Yeah, but I don't think that really plays into who's a better defender because a steal, like you said, it only happens two or three times in a game, and LeBron, he's the better shot blocker. He's the better defensive rebounder, and he can box out anybody in the post. So I feel like you can't really take steals as to why he's better than LeBron because, yeah, Jordan could get more, but you got to look at who he's guarding. Jordan is guarding point guards and shooting guards who are known to distribute the ball and to try and find an open shot. It's easier to steal off of them because, well, they pass the ball all the time compared to who LeBron's guarding. He usually guards a small forward or a power forward. He's mainly guarding inside the paint, and yeah, you could get steals from there, but it's not as easy to get like a swipe when he's dribbling it up the key or just to get an errant pass like Jordan or even Wade can. So I feel like you need to incorporate more stats to see who is the better defender. And I agree. You look at it, and both players are exceptional in their own right, but I know two facts. Jordan's the better scorer, and Jordan has more rings. Those are the two facts there. I love the argument we had in this third segment. It was incredible. I like the varying opinions. And this is, once again, I said this in the first show, the whole point of the show, you're allowed to have your own opinion, okay? Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Just because the majority thinks that Jordan is better doesn't mean that Jordan has to be better in your eyes. Mario, you think LeBron's better, and that's perfectly fine. Think whatever you want to think. You just got to be able to argue. You have to be able to back it with facts. And that's what we do here. That's what we do here on Debate Me. And that's going to do it here on Debate Me. Thank you, Mario, for joining me in this third segment. And thank you, everyone, for listening. This was an amazing topic. And we'll catch you next week where we're going to argue. 
Ah, ah, ah. We'll leave that to next show. Catch you next time on Debate Me here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. See ya. Come here, girl, let's get it on.